welcome back to another episode of Mastering La Vida. I know it's been a long, long time. Please don't judge me. There's so much going on with me. Life sometimes don't come out as I plan it and I try to deal with the little things and the big things and the medium-sized things all at once. And this year has been a real roller coaster when it comes to work because I'm trying to be effective in so many things that sometimes it gets really hard. And I had issues prioritizing what was best for me at that moment. But let's leave that conversation for another episode because I'm sure we can cover a whole episode on prioritizing things. Today, I am introducing you all a group of hardworking women who I have the privilege to meet. Most of them are living here in Italy, but some are still in the U.S. For this episode, since it's the last one of the year, I put together a little special list of advices given by each of these women. First, they will tell us what is the best advice they have ever received. And they will also let us know what is the best advice they will give to another woman in the present world. I really hope you enjoy hearing these advices as much as I did recording and editing this episode for you all. So let's keep them coming. Thank you, Solis, so much for letting me be part of your podcast. And I'm very happy to be in this episode today. And for those who are listening, my name is Nikki. I am a social worker. I currently work as a parent-child educator at the Family Advocacy Program here in Vincenza, Italy. I am a biracial woman. I have two young, very sweet and smart girls. And I am also a military spouse that is very happy to live here in Italy. The best advice I have ever gotten. And I really had to dig deep because I've met some incredible people in my life. When it comes to my parents, they were awesome. Um, teachers, professors, friends, family members, my husband, even just some people that I meet randomly. I've always learned something really incredible. Is from one of our dearest friends. He was our neighbor in Germany. He has some incredible boys. They always played with my daughter's. And he happened to be this amazing licensed clinical social worker. And he probably made me the social worker that I am today. But he also helped me grow so much more in the profession, but also personally. And um, I don't know per quote anymore what exactly he said, but he told me to have at least one conversation, a meaningful conversation with a stranger per day. I know it sounds hard. It is an odd request or a challenge to do on your own. But now with the New Year's coming up, I definitely recommend it for everybody who's listening to this. Have a conversation with one stranger a day. It doesn't have to be somebody that you know, right? It should be really a stranger that if you've never met in your life. Maybe the cashier at the grocery store that you go to can count, you know. But have a meaning conversation with somebody that you do not know will really help you evolve as a human being. And it helps you grow and you will learn some incredible stories. You will learn about different cultures, ethnicities. You will learn about different languages or how somebody is viewing the world and stuff like that. And it really opens you up to so much more than you can think of. and. It helped me grow in a way where I am more approachable with others and where I'm also more open and made me culturally aware 
And most importantly, it helped me to tackle my unconscious biases that I have sometimes because we all do, right? So that is the best advice I have ever gotten and the advice that I want to give for women, especially as a mother of two beautiful young girls, as a social worker who also advocates for women's rights and wants to empower women. I think the best advice that I have, it is okay to be not okay. And I say this on purpose because oftentimes when we look at our society, we have this expectation of women or even the stigmatization of women. They're overly emotional or they cry too much or, you know, I mean, how many of us have heard like, oh, you're being so emotional right now. Like, why are you crying Or even the opposite, when they say, hey, big girls don't cry, you know, Um, think about your childhood. Maybe somebody was like, you were crying because you were hurt and your parent may come up to you or your uncle or somebody in your family or friendship circle and said, hey, you know, stop crying, right? Well, maybe in the moment it helped you to maybe stop crying because somebody took your toy away. It didn't really answer your hurt at that moment. So for me to say it is okay to be not okay really means all that. If you feel like you're not wanting to do the dishes today or you don't feel like cooking today because the kids have been crying in your house all day, it is okay not to do anything. You don't have to feel guilty or be have a mom guilt inside of you where like, oh my God, I'm horrible because I'm not okay for my kids today. It happens. It happens to all of us. Or if you say, you know what, I am really sad and I just want to lay in bed and eat a box of chocolate because something at work happened that was really upsetting me, that is okay. Or if you just want to go in the bathtub, have a nice glass of vino and have a good cry, that is absolutely okay. And that is the most important message I have because not only does our body need it, our brain is signaling to our body, we're sad, we need that. But I also want to make it so important that we as women can say, hey, you know what? I am not okay and I need to speak to a mental health professional or I need to go see a doctor, a psychiatrist or something and have some medication because I am not doing okay. We need to take the stigma out that women can't be emotional or over emotional, right? Or that we have to look perfect on Instagram and our family has to be happy all the time. Because that is not the case. We are human beings. We will experience some kind of trauma or some kind of stress or some kind of um, sadness in our lives. Unfortunately, that is what makes us, right? I wouldn't be who I am today if my life had been perfect all along, right? We have to sometimes go through the pain and the hurt to be more resilient eventually. And that is why I'm saying it is absolutely okay to be not okay. It is absolutely okay to not do the dishes. It is absolutely okay not to want to take pictures. And it is so okay to take care of yourself and say, hey, you know what? I am not okay. I need help today. Please, please never forget that. And that is my message for you all. Take care of yourself because you truly deserve it. Hi, my name is Anna. I just moved to Italy August 2020, so about four months. 
The best advice that I have gotten from another female is probably not to compare myself to other people and not to compare my lack of success, what I think is lack of success to others as well. Um, My best friend is actually the one who gave it to me when I was comparing myself to other people. I was saying, well, I'm 30. Why am I not doing this? Why am I don't have this? And she told me to stop, to stop comparing myself to others. And then she went and gave me a list of accomplishments that I have done and that she's recognized and to appreciate what I have done and realize that I am successful. Maybe I don't have A, B, or C, but I've done quite a bit in my life. So I think the same advice I'd give another woman too is don't compare yourself. I think in a world where social media, we see women on social media with the perfect hair, perfect body, perfect life. Um, That's all a mirage. Like at the end of the day, they're humans too. They have problems, probably more problems than us. (laughs) And not to compare yourself to that, that you are human and you're living a real life that's not behind a lens all the time. And don't doubt yourself. Hello, this is Annie. I'm from Turkey, but currently I live in Italy, Vicenza. I'm actually Turkish. Merhaba, nasılsınız? And today I want to talk about the best advice that was given to me by somebody else, uh, which is be independent, make your own money, have a job, don't be depending on anybody. And probably the best advice I gave to somebody would be If you don't feel like doing something, don't be lazy. Get up and do it. But if you have bad feelings about doing something, then listen to your heart. Don't do it. Hi, I'm Chrissy. Um, I'm in my 50s. And the piece of advice that I got was from a woman about 30 years ago who was probably only a few years older than I am right now. And I'm an Army brat and an Army wife now. So there's a lot of moving involved and a lot of change and constantly being the new person and stepping into new situations. And I was going off to college and um, Mrs. Buckingham gave me this advice. Actually, it's kind of two parts. One, when you go into a room, like a new situation, don't go in and say, here I am. Go in and say, here you are placing the emphasis on other people. And then also in kind of the same idea, when you go into a room or a new situation, don't look for the crowd that's already formed. Look for the person who is standing alone, standing kind of on the outskirts um, like you are and try to make conversation with them. And so then two people who are alone are no longer alone. And that's the advice that I have also passed on to my own kids um, and to younger folks and people my age, just to, when you're in new situations, try to get outside of yourself and not think, wow, I'm so alone, but to look towards other people and to think about how they're feeling as well. 
Hi, my name is Maida Kennedy. I live in Houston, Texas. I'm a personal trainer, a mom, and a small business owner. The best advice I ever received was to work for myself, and so far has been the best decision I've made my entire life. The best advice I can give another woman is to do a full blood work panel. Take charge of your health. Find out what is causing you to feel a certain way. Find out if you have some deficiencies that you can fix with some of the foods that you eat. And uh, don't wait for a doctor to give you a prescription to quote unquote fix your problem, but take charge. We can do this. Hello, everyone. My name is Adriana Oscar, and I live in Vicenza, Italy. I am 31 years old. And the best advice that I have gotten from a person that is very close to me and very dear to me is help the neighbor without uh, expecting anything in return. And this is something that I live by every day. Um, I love helping people without expecting anything in return and not just because it's just something that somebody like an advice that somebody gave me, but it's because living by this advice has made me grown as a person and it has made me love helping people and it just makes me feel so great inside um, when I do help somebody in need. And even though I don't expect anything in return, I think that, you know, helping people also helps me out in the long run. Um, for example, I'm always willing to give hand, a hand to my friends or people that I don't know. And trying to move out here to Italy was the biggest stress of my life for me and my family. So I did struggle a lot and all of the people that I had helped out in the past actually came through and helped me um, when I needed the help without even me asking or reaching out like, hey, I am struggling through this hard time. So it, ha it was just the most rewarding um, thing to have all these people come help me and take the time of their day to like help me whenever I needed anything at all. So that's a quote that I live by and that I love very, very much, you know, um, and my advice to anybody would be the same. I think helping people in general, even when you are busy or when you can't, helping them however you can is always rewarding to you, even if you don't expect anything. But you also have to not expect anything in return when you're doing any favors or helping anybody. You know, you have to do it out of the kindness of your heart. And that's also something that's very big for me and my family, having a kind heart and a humble heart. Because when you do it with such a kind heart helping others, there's many, many blessings coming your way and in your life. Um, so yeah, that's my advice for me. I hope you guys um, take it in consideration and have a great day. Buongiorno. My name is Jackie Garcia. I've been living in Italy since February and I think that the best advice I ever received was to learn to choose my battles definitely and to know the difference between 
what happens to us and how we react to what happens to us. And I know it's very, very hard and it's easier said than done, but it is possible because if you really think about it, when you're going through hell, you can either stay there and burn or you just keep on going. Now, my advice to another woman would be to be present in the present. We're often so worried about what already happened, what is going to happen, but we forget to live in the present. And we need to know that with every encounter, every moment, and every relationship, whether it's romantic or not, we have the opportunity to be the student or the teacher. Hello, my name is Imal. I'm originally from Turkey, living in Italy for several years. The best advice I can give you is to trust yourself. Trust yourself, don't doubt yourself, listen to your heart and just look always ahead. Don't look back. Uh, stand on your own two feet. My father used to tell me that. Do not depend on nobody. Make your own money, even if it's a little bit, but little by little you will get there. Um, and another suggestion to all the women out there, have always a little bit money on the side. You never know what's going to happen. Have it to the side. Don't touch it. Just Keep it there for rainy days and believe me, the day will come and you will need it so you don't have to beg nobody for money. Hi, this is Benze. Um, I am Suli friends and um, I live in Vicenza, of course, in Italy, where she lives. <laughs> That's why we become friends. Sawadika, she Ben Naka, Majak Mang Thai Ka, but it's okay. Um, okay, the question is, uh, what is the best advice I got? It is, um, be a bigger person. It is from my better half, my husband. He gave me this advice, I think, literally right after we married. And it stuck with me, like, Every time when I do something or things happen, I always, before I react, I always think of what he said. So that was the best advice I got. Be a bigger person. And another one is what is the best advice that I can give from my personal experience is never trust anybody with your kids. Thank you. Hi, my name is Marie Cruz. I have been living in Italy for nine years. And the best advice that I ever have was that never stop smiling and never stop wearing my high heels. When she told me that, I was 35 years old and she was my age now, 53. And I remember thinking, what is her problem? Because I never gonna stop wearing high heels coming from Panama, and I never gonna stop smiling because hey, this is something that we Panamanian have. So the years start going by, kid came moving, and I noticed it that was not easy 
keep wearing the high heels and smiling because with the time, with the things that happen in life, if you don't pay attention, what are you doing? You stop smiling. And this is very important to keep your smile, to keep the gratitude, to keep the happiness inside of you. And the high heels, maybe you are not going to wear them, but you have to project yourself the best you can. High heels mean bring yourself up. Doesn't matter if the time is not appropriate. Just, just try to do your best, dress your best, and smile always. And the best advice that I give to another woman is when things are not going good in your life, try to take a time to think about what in the different roles that you play in life, which one of this one you play in it right. Even if you're losing in one and this one keep you thinking that you are not good enough. And especially when it's related to people. <laughs> so it's just keep observing your life. See in the different role and you will find out that many roles, even if the things are not going good, you are playing many things right. Hi, I'm Jenny and I've lived in Italy for a couple of years now. I'm from South Carolina. Um, and I have a 23-year-old young woman that I'm the mother of, so this is an important subject for me. Um, I have an interesting heritage because my grandmother was the daughter of Polish immigrants, and so the best advice that I've ever gotten is from a woman, from my grandmother. It's kind of different in some ways than what I guess we hear a lot now about empowerment because it's kind of old school, but she used to say in Polish this phrase that means uh, however you make your bed, that's how you'll sleep. And it, it's important to me because I don't think there's self-determination without personal responsibility. And some things we can't uh, control in our lives, but it, it is up to us totally what we do with things that happen to us and how we react And I think it's very empowering to have the idea that we do have control of how we respond and the bed that we make and how we sleep. And that's it. Hi, my name is Linda. I am from Texas. I've been asked to uh, state what has been the best advice I've given in my 53 years of my life. The best advice I've been given is from my dad. Before the uh, life is good, Uh, trademark came out. My dad used to always tell me, even as a little girl, to always remember that no matter what happens in your life, that life is always good. It might be rough at the beginning. It might be struggle in the middle, but at the end, it is always good. And not to take anything personal. Um, the best advice that I can give to another woman is to love yourself unconditionally, which is something that I also practice and struggle with daily. Um, to love ourselves the way we are, the way we've become, with all the wrinkles, with all the shapes, different <laughs> uh, stages in our life, that will be the best advice that I can give to somebody, another woman, is to not struggle so much with thinking of what we should be looking like or what we should be behaving like or what we should be believing in, but to always, always love yourself first. Thanks. Hi, my name is Annalisa Carrasco, and I am from 
El Paso, Texas, and I just moved here to Italy. Um, the best advice that I ever received was from my grandfather. Um, my grandfather had fallen and broken his hip, and um, I had returned back to school, and um, it was a career change. My son was four months old, and he was put in a nursing home, and I would go visit him after school. And I would go and I would be so exhausted because my son would be staying with my mother. And I walked into his nursing home and he had two jugs of water and he would do his own workouts at night. And he was writing his life history. And I looked at him straight in the eye and I said, Abuelo, how do you do this? And then and I said, I'm so exhausted, you know, going to school leaving my son with my mom, my husband's working, you know, 24-hour shifts. And he said, mija, hay dificultades, pero nada es imposible. He said, there's difficulties, but nothing is impossible. So he says, so keep striving, you know, and you can do this. And so every day I live with that, that there are difficulties, but nothing, nothing is impossible. The best advice I would give to a woman is, Always have a good network of friends because with that network of friends, you have that ability to just vent, relate to their life situations. You have that ability to um, just be you and not feel judgmental about other people's opinions because those friends are the ones that value as one person. They value as you and they don't judge you for any mistakes or or anything that you have done, and they, they will be your number one support system. My name is Pam. I'm from St. Louis and currently living in Italy with my family. My best advice to another woman would be to find yourself a tight group of girlfriends. I would highly suggest you find friends of all ages different backgrounds and cultures. This would help you grow and do things that you wouldn't normally do. Uh, they would bring out um, the fun and exciting part of you that you didn't even know exist. I have personal experience with this. I have quite a few younger girlfriends and I have done things this past year, experiences, trips that I never would have taken without them. So get out there, have some fun no matter what your age, and do things you wouldn't normally do with the new friends that you've met. Good morning. My name is Lilise Miller. I am a chaplain in the United States Army. I am currently stationed in Vicenza, Italy. And the question for this podcast is, what was the best advice you received and what advice would I give you? Now, I'm originally from Panama, and the best advice I received was when I was 18 years old, I was getting ready to leave Panama to join the military. And my mom looked deep into my eyes, and we had that eye-to-eye, mother-and-daughter eye contact that what she had to say to me was very serious, and I needed to commit to memory. So I'm going to say it in Spanish, and then I'm going to translate it. But she, she looked in my eyes, and she said, no confies en nadie. No confies ni en tus dos pies, porque con ellos mismos 
te tropiezas. Confía solo en Dios. So what does that mean literally and figuratively? Well, it means that not to trust on no one. Trust no one. Not even your own two feet because sometimes you trip over them. Trust only in God. Now, as an 18-year-old child coming to, child, adult, um, coming to the United States, don't really know anybody in the United States, going to army, dealing with total strangers. I think that was the best advice my mother could have given me. You know, because, I, you know, I, I was not in a place to trust anyone because I didn't really know anyone. Now, you know, older me looking back, that was indeed the best advice because we all need to have smart trust. And I think this is what she was telling me because throughout my tenure, I have learned to have smart trust. Well, what is smart trust? It means that you trust a person as far as they show you, you can trust them. Meaning that if I have a friend and they say they will do something for me and they do it, that means that I can trust them with that because they have shown me that I can trust them with that. Now, the same person can say, oh, I'm going to do this, but doesn't do it or does something shady or does something, you know, then I can only trust them as far that they have allowed me to trust. Now, it is true that even uh, throughout my time, my lifetime, I have tripped over my own feet and suffered gravely some real bad ankle twisting and falling and all that. So that always reminds me of what my mother said. So that has also allowed me to strengthen my faith by trusting God. Um, I know this is not a religious podcast, but all of us, you know, have to somehow find a source of strength, a source that help us grow where we're planted. And that has really uh, helped me flourish where I have been planted, has helped me process uh, where I have been planted has helped me, you know, be somewhat uh, pruned where I have been planted. And there has been different seasons in my life where trust has been an issue and I have grown and learned from that. So this is a very significant part of my life because I have learned to have smart trust. I have learned to have discernment and I have learned to make pace myself when I'm walking with someone that I meet, with someone that I've known, you know, it have helped me in many way, many ways in my life. So that I think for me, that has been the best advice. And I can give you a whole list of advice, of great advice that I have received. But I think by far as an 18-year-old coming into the military, leaving their country of birth, not knowing anyone, going into a place of uncertainty, going into, you know, just things that are new. I think that was a great advice because I have learned behaviors. I have learned people. I have learned how people react to different circumstances. I have learned so many things just based on that advice. So what advice would I give you? Well, I would give you the same advice because trust is a foundation of all relationships, all of them. Even in faith, 
you have to trust. For example, for me, I have to trust God. That is the foundation of our relationship. Can he do what he says he, he's able to do? You know, can he comfort me? Can he, you know, protect me? Can he provide for me? I have to trust that he's able to. And the same thing that goes for other, you know, other faith. I'm only speaking of mine. So I give that advice because it is the foundation of all friendships. It is the foundation of all relationships. It is the foundations of all partnerships. It is the foundation of all fellowships. You understand what I'm saying? So I will pass this advice as a torch to keep it moving because trust is the foundation of all things. To have smart trust. And I believe this is what my mother was telling me. It's not, you know, don't ever trust anyone. It's have smart trust. You're going to go in this journey by yourself. Be wise. Be uh, you know, be open-minded, open your eyes to see who's around you. Sometimes, like I tell my daughter, just because somebody got you out of the hole, don't allow them to put you into another one, you know? So for me, the advice that I would have for you, the audience is have smart trust. Don't just trust anyone, you know, discern how far have they allowed you to trust them? Because trust at the end of the day begins with us begins with me begins with you and this is something that i learned throughout my life especially um when i read this book the speed of trust and this book always reminds me of what my mother told me so that's all i have for you thank you for the opportunity and i hope to be able to do one again happy holidays my name is joy and i am currently living in italy the best advice I've received was from my mom and she always told me that I will always have choices. But the decision to make a better choice or choices is up to me. That makes sense. I think the best advice I can give to anyone, and this is also what I've learned living here in Italy, is to just learn how to slow down. Slow down. Slowing down is actually really good for you. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your body. It's good for your soul. I actually had to teach myself how to slow down. And this is how I did it. Slow, this, the, mean, the, the word slow means something to me. S means to sit. Learn how to sit. Enjoy your coffee. Here in Italy, having coffee is actually sitting down and enjoying it. In America, having a cup of coffee is having it to go. L means to listen, just listening. Imagine how much time you're giving to someone if you actually listen to, to them. O means, to me, is open awareness and organizing your thoughts. It's beautiful to actually have an awareness of your surroundings, organizing your thoughts. Just think about something other than work or business. Think about something else. And W means wait. I know waiting is so hard. It actually helps you to slow down. So that's my advice. Learn how to slow down.
All of these advisors are very related to me. We have all struggled in one way or another. And we have all been in certain positions where we wish someone would have told us a good advice. I know sometimes it's hard to listen to advices. It's hard not to want to experience life and make our own mistakes. Me, I didn't listen to advices as a teenager or as a young adult. I had to hit a rock bottom and I had to experience and then learn from it. But nowadays things are different and I like to listen, especially to other women out there. Because let's be real, no one understands us better than other women. For us to experience hormonal changes or premenopause or any of those things. For that reason, I would like to give you my own personal best advice I have ever received. And it goes the same way. It will be the same advice I will give to another woman. You are the owner of your own happiness. No one else can make you happy. Only you have the power to make you get up and do the things you have to do for yourself. Yes, kids will bring happiness to your life, but eventually they will leave. Your husband, your pet, your parents, your boyfriend, your friends, none of them could truly make you happy. Happiness is all in you. And the moment you realize that it depends on you, that you are the captain of your own boat, That's the moment things will change. We devote our lives to our children, to our marriage. We do everything for our family. But we take minimal time to ourselves, if any. I see women working so hard. I see it in Christmas. They cook a meal for the whole family. They wrap all the gifts, clean the house. Last thing they do is get themselves ready for the party. They are the last person in that priority list. While their husbands are sitting down watching TV. And this is not only during holidays. It's all year long. I am not saying not to continue being the light in your family. Or not to be there for them. All I am saying is to make a plan where you are the priority for once. Don't wait for your husband to surprise you with that massage appointment. Schedule it yourself. Don't wait for your children to tell you I love you. Say I love you to yourself. Take that walk alone. Take that girl's trip or solo trip you've been dreaming of. Make yourself a priority because no one, absolutely no one, will do it better than you. You know yourself better. You know what you really like or want. I hope in 2023 you can make yourself a priority. You love yourself so much. You feel so good that all you will give to others is love and happiness. Because if you truly love yourself, that will be a reflection of your actions towards others. I know I'm still in progress. I have months where I am giving myself all the love I would like to receive. And I have other months where I lack of self-love. And when that happens, I start waiting on others. I rely on my husband, on my kids to feel love. And sometimes that can bring us to sadness because if we don't receive it back, that's where disappointment starts. Just a day ago, I took the train to Benny's for my house. It's only 40 minutes away. I was kind of down after feeling exhausted from the holidays. Took the train to spend the whole day wandering and getting lost in the beautiful alleys in Benny's. I stopped on a shop and bought a small notebook. 
called my attention because it said, follow your dreams. They know the way. And he had a hot air balloon at the cover. It reminds me of the girl's trip we took to Cappadocia. I got it and walked to one of the many bridges in Venice. I sat down, I took my pen out and started making my 2023 list of things I wanted to accomplish. Also wrote down a list of manifestations, then started to make a list of where things I needed to get done, planning to start a more organized year. I had lunch in a beautiful restaurant. I didn't take any pictures at all, any videos at all. And that's hard for a YouTuber. But I was very happy to be there with myself. I took myself on a date to some delicious eggplant parmesan and pumpkin soup on an amazing restaurant in Venice. It probably doesn't sound as good to you guys, but I really needed that time for myself. I needed to disconnect and connect with myself again. Because sometimes the holidays can bring so much stress and so many emotions that can affect our hormones and make us sad. It can lead into anxiety or many other things. So take that time for you. Take it because you need it. I usually do this in the mountains while I hike, but not every year has to be the same. Sometimes being a spontaneous space off. And now I can say I had a great date with myself on a beautiful city under a bridge with notes and beautiful alleys that truly made me happy. Yes, happiness is not forever and he's not there 24-7. But little moments like those can make a big difference in your life. I hope 2023 is full of little moments of happiness. Cheer up and go make yourself happy, even if it's only for a day. Happy 2023, and I'll see you all next year.